Well, joining me now is one of the stars of athletics in this country. She's a 2.23 marathon runner. She's so versatile in everything that she does on the track and on the road. And she's the star attraction tomorrow night. The Maury Plant Meet is on at Lakeside Stadium from 6 o'clock. I think the first event is on and she's with me now. Uh, Jen, thanks so much for your time and welcome back to Sports Day. Yeah, no, thanks for having me, Kane. I'm so excited to be in Melbourne and tomorrow night, yeah, really excited to be back on the track. Um, I was here last year, but kind of freshly coming off having a baby, so I feel like I didn't really get to, you know, show what I was capable of, but tomorrow night is definitely a chance for me to, um, yeah, get out there and, and aim for the win again. Yeah, and um, we'll, we'll get to that in a sec because it is a hot field. It is absolutely stacked. But uh, your focus has been on the marathon. Like the, the miles in your legs are huge. But how's it been cutting back down to, to something like a 5K and getting back on the track? Yeah, I've definitely enjoyed the, the change of training. Um, those long marathon sessions that you do in a block, um, are, <laughs> I call them fun. They're enjoyable in the sense that you know they're getting you so fit, but I have really enjoyed cutting it back down and doing normal sort of mileage for a track runner. But in saying that, I've kept my overall Ks each week pretty high just because I don't want to lose that fitness as as Paris is coming up but um, I've been on the mountain with the girls we've been doing Mm. kind of shorter faster stuff to try replicate that more anaerobic feeling and and getting lactic again so it's definitely been really fun to to kind of go back to what I've known for so long and yeah I'm excited to test it out and see how I go. Yeah, been following along on social media with a look like an epic training camp at Falls Creek. Some stayed longer than others. I think some were there for sort of four and a half weeks. I don't think you were there yeah. uh, that long. Does anyone star in training? Like, is there such thing as a really good trainer? And, and who was the standout? Yeah, there definitely is. There always is someone that just knows how to hurt themselves every day of the week. Um, I can definitely turn up a few times a week, but I felt that after three weeks of doing that with the girls, I was ready to come home and kind of turn it off for a little while. Um, Izzy and Rose stayed for four and a half weeks, actually, and they came off the mountain yesterday. And I would say having all of us in the in the training each session is hard because someone has a strength in each session. So mm. I would say Rose is good at heels on the Saturday, which is a killer session. Um, I'm pretty good at the Ks, uh, like I'm good at getting the fast reps out and really pushing the pace, but then Izzy comes through when you're absolutely cooked in the last 2K reps and runs over the top of you. And then, yeah, you got threshold. So, um, again, these girls are just, you know, pushing me to my limit pretty much three times a week, which is hard. So I couldn't do it for a whole year round. I used to, but I'm definitely, um, I think that is probably a bit intense for me. So those three weeks with those girls was good to get me out of my comfort zone and make me remember what it's like to, to run a 5K and, and get lactic again. But um, we we needed to chill out for a few weeks to recover <laughs> for tomorrow night because um, the, the pressure's coming on again for us all and we'll be chomping at the bit to be the first across the line. Yeah, let, I want to stay with those two for, for a couple of uh, moments or so because I think there's three uh, seconds separating your you three, that's Izzy Batdoor, Rose Davies and yourself, in your 5K. Yep. So, like... It is stacked. Did you expect it's going to be a tactical race or is someone chasing a time for that Olympic qualifier? I think ultimately what we all want out of this is a fast time. Um, I can be very, very content with a fast time, even if I don't take the win or beat these girls. Um, I... 
I want the best for them. They want the best for me. I mean, you're throwing Eloise in the mix too, who mm. even though she's in the middle of a marathon prep, she's also you know eyeing off the 5K because everyone wants to be in Paris. So we've got a pace that is set it up, uh, set it at a pretty even clip, close to five, 15 minute pace. So we're, we're aiming for three minute Ks and. Um, the paces, I think, stop at about 2K. So we'll all kind of be looking at each other from that moment on, on on who takes the next move. But, I mean, I've watched Izzy pretty much solo, sub 15, 10, maybe three or four times. She's a metronome um, when she's hmm. up front. So that's kind of her comfort zone. Whereas then again, you've got Rose, who if she has a sniff in the last K, she's hard to get away from. So I think just with all our different strengths, um, you know, in the last K, I do believe just with the competitiveness of all us girls, a fast time will come from that. And I haven't even talked about any of the internationals are lining up. So um, I'd be very surprised if it wasn't a fast race just due to the fact that there's so many girls firing at once. And, and I said it in an interview earlier, that's what Valencia was. It was everyone mm. turning up ready to go and pushing each other. And, and tomorrow night's going to be no different. Australian female distance running in, in really good shape, as it is for the men, it must be said. So you mentioned a, a couple of internationals. I think there's a, a couple coming from Japan. There's an Ethiopian lady as well. And you will have a pacer. What, what does that do? Like for those at home that are seeing someone run half the race and set the pace, how important is that if you are chasing that 15-minute barrier? Yeah, it's just with a 5K, I mean, any distance it helps having a pacer because it allows you to switch off and relax even just for a few laps. But with a 5K, it's 12 and a half laps and three-minute pace isn't comfortable for anyone really. So <laughs> having a pacer out front just clicking off those 72-second laps uh, allows it to string out into single files so no one's jostling and elbowing each other. Um, you kind of stop looking at the clock really. You just let it be. Whatever that pace is going to take you in is what, what pace you're going to run. And... Then when they drop out, they're all, it also kind of gives this feeling of, okay, now the race is starting. Now the, the rabbit's gone. We, we can all start kind of eyeing off what happens next. And um, paces are essential for distance running. And I think it is something that we're really good at in the Australian meets. I know Nick Bido, our coach, has been frantically trying to organise a lot of paces in most of the races. So um, I know that they'll do a good job. And, and 2K, believe it or not, that's plenty. That's plenty to get the race started at the at the even clip. And then all we have to do is hold that pace and pick it up towards the end, which naturally happens anyway. So I'm mm. really excited. Uh, I, I don't really want it to be a tactical race. I'd rather it be kind of fast. And it's just really going to come down to who's the fittest and strongest in that last probably 600 qualification for the olympics is hot australian star runner jen gregson is with us the maury plant meet tomorrow night she'll be lining up in the 5k after dominating in the marathon at the back end of of last year you just quickly mentioned your coach i i know it's not awkward but from the outside it looks awkward like what instructions is he giving each of you because all the star australians essentially are coached by him um yeah. how does it how does it work yeah, it is. It's funny because he does have to have a conversation with each of us leading into the race, and and those chats are going to go slightly different because he does speak to you as an individual. And I found it really interesting for Valencia because even though we were all doing a similar training block, the last week or two he kind of tinkered with every person's week just to make it slightly different and. It was comforting knowing that he wasn't treating us all as like a one-size-fits-all, mm. but at the same time, you're kind of like, oh, what's his reasoning behind giving Izzy four less one-minute reps than me on race week? Like, it's, mm. it can change. But tomorrow night, I mean, he's been very open with explaining to all of us that we're all 
going to run fast. He thinks most of us will PB and, um, you know, he thinks it'll take maybe dipping under 15 minutes to win. So he'll just tell us to pretty much, you, he, he'll literally say, and I haven't spoken to him yet, but he'll say, you'll all be around each other for most of the race. It's what happens at the end that counts. And yeah. um, he'll probably say to Izzy, you know, you're not the fastest kicker, so make sure you punish him early, you know, kick home a bit later on, I mean, a bit earlier on. And then he'll say to Rose, you know, you follow Jen. If she goes, you've got to go. And he'll say to me, it's going to take a lot to shake him off. So he'll have all these different tactics to make sure we all get the best out of each other. But that's kind of what I love. Um, we all are really good friends, but, you know, it doesn't mean we don't want to beat mm. each other. And, and mm. tomorrow night you'll see it. You'll see us responding to each other and, and making the moves at our appropriate time. And, yeah, I'm just so excited to see how it plays out. So the saying goes, the marathon doesn't start until 30, 32K. What is it for the 5K? Is it, is it with two laps to go that it really starts? I mean, for, for the ones that are in contention for winning, yeah, but Nick always says you want to get to the 3K feeling okay because mm. if you get to the 3K and you're already stinging, you, it's all over. Like to get 2K at the end of a 5K is a really long way. Um, my aim is to feel as comfortable as possible when we get to that 3K mark and then the race will start for me there. And, yeah, I would say that last 600. Um, in the past, I've been a bit weak in the last 600 at, at the big 5K races I've done. I just feel like I've probably held on for a bit too long. So when I get to that last lap, I have nothing to give. You know, my aim tomorrow is to close, to give something in that last 600 and, and other make people hurt if they want to beat me or try run away with it. It's, mm. You'll see what happens when I get there. What shoes are you going to wear? Um, I actually got Puma mid-distance spikes. So I don't wear the distance spikes, which is bizarre because as someone that's had bad Achilles in the past, you wouldn't yeah. wear aggressive spikes. But I wear what Lyndon Hall and Abby Caldwell and um, all our middle-distance girls wear, and I love them. So that's the aim, putting them on for 12 and a half laps. Hey, Jen, I want to move on. just want to ask you about a, a story that's been doing the rounds with the Enhanced Games, which is this new sort of Olympic-style event where athletes are actually allowed to dope. I, I don't know. It's been a divisive one. Uh, some think it'll be great entertainment. Some think it sets a, a shocking um, example for the kids out there. I wonder what a clean athlete like you that prides themselves on their reputation feels like someone like James Magnuson signing up for an event like this. Have you got an opinion on it? Yeah, I just, I mean, I actually hadn't heard of that, but I think it's silly. I think exactly what you said, that what sort of example are we um, giving to the young up and coming? Like that's where my Olympic dream started as a kid watching you know people like Eloise Wellings stepping up um, at the major championships and just being such an inspiration to watch. Uh, and then it mm. kind of comes down to, like, who has the resources, who knows where to get it. Like, I wouldn't yeah. start if someone said, oh, you can dope, like, go, mm. go do mm. it, <laughs> go do it. So I just think that it's kind of changing the sport altogether. And the reason why I feel like distance running um, as my event is so special is it really is just testing the human body to all limits with nothing but shoot. Like, you don't need anything else. Um, and that's like it's a beautiful thing in a way. So if you throw drugs into there, it's it's a different event. Like it's it's not mm. it's not a sport that I want to be involved in. So yeah, I probably wouldn't sign up to those games. 
Yeah, I think most people agree with you. Right, 7.45 tomorrow night, Lakeside Stadium. That's the, the women's 5K, but there's a whole host of other events. The men are up at uh, 20 to 9. That'll be hot as well. The women's 100, we've got some fast girls in that. Uh, Jen, you'll be pushing the pace tomorrow night. Can't wait to watch. Good luck, and as always, we really appreciate your time. Thanks so much for having me. Can't wait, and hope to see everyone out there. Good on your run fast. Jen Gregson there is a star. She's a 2.23 marathoner. She's a star steeplechaser as well. She's got a great story to tell and she is back with an absolute vengeance driving this amazing crop of Australian female distance runners that we have in an Olympic year. Tansman, who actually believes that this could be the best track and field team that Australia has ever sent to the Olympics. So check it out tomorrow night. You get a great uh, preview to what is going to be an excellent um, team that we are sending over there for the Olympics. So the Mori Plant meet is on at Lakeside Stadium. It's Australia versus the world. Uh, not too late to grab your tickets. Just uh, look that up.